Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. In today's show, the decumulation generation. Going from building wealth to spending it. The change ahead for today's retiree and the challenges they'll face. Plus, how you can get great insight into the turbulent markets. A free opportunity. Details straight ahead. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. All across the state of Arkansas, welcome into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show, talking about your finances, your retirement, your money. We're here to encourage, educate, and motivate. And the gang is all here once again. My name is Scott Inman. Glad to have you with us. Candace Stanley to my left. Out of the Bryant office. Good morning to good, you. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Are you ready to go? Ready Re- to talk decumulation I'm generation? Ready. Have you practiced saying that? Because it's not exactly something that it just did, rolls yeah, off Yeah, I had to tongue. say it a couple of times. Decumulation. Yes. I got what, it. What exactly <laughs> is that? We're going to talk about that. Uh, John Shrewsbury to my right. Janet Walker to his right. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Here, here's the short of it. You start spending instead of saving. That's there it. You go. That's, That's it. it. Well, the show's over. Okay, no. So, <laughs> See you guys next week. I have I have a very good question for you to start with today. When school starts back in what is mid or early August, is summer over? Is it technically over? To a lot of people, it is. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. when school starts, I start thinking about football, and yeah. I want cooler weather, and I'm done with summer. I'm over it, and mm-hmm. we get the hottest weather of the year in that month so it doesn't feel like it's over but to me it's kind of over i'm over it anyway well i I begin to think that summer's over when football season starts when they start uh practicing uh when they have fall camp and what have you uh and and you know uh culturally uh we who grew up in our generation scott uh i say our generation meaning generation well meaning in that we listen to the same music, okay? So, yes. so we were in the yes. same influential yes. generation. Yes. You know, so Don Henley's Boys of Summer yeah. basically says, you know, when everybody leaves the beach and heads back to school, that's it. That's uh, it. The, the summer is over. And so I think it is. Mm-hmm. I, I think I wish summer the temperatures is, would go with it. Yeah, it, it probably is <laughs> that's not. That's the thing. The calendar doesn't follow suit. Well, right. as we speak, my oldest is preparing to move into his dorm. Right, dun, dun, dun. it is over for him as far as the free ride. Well, he's actually done pretty good on the free ride part, but he's not getting it from me anymore. Yeah, he's, go- yeah. he's, he's going off to college. He'll be uh, attending UCA, and he's moving into the dorm tomorrow. In fact, and I, and I think it's interesting because we've been kind of scrambling all week trying to figure out well, what does he need when when he arrives. What what are we not thinking about? And we've put a lot of that on him, quite frankly, yeah, because yeah. he is eighteen and he is an adult, and he's going to have to deal with all this. But to an extent, that's a little bit unfair because he doesn't know what he doesn't know. Right. He's never lived outside of our home. And it's kind of a good analogy as we kind of dive into this and start talking about the decumulation generation. People moving into that phase of life, which is we call retirement, right? I mean, you've been accumulating wealth all your life, and now you're going to be spending that wealth and trying to create a plan to make it last People don't know what they don't know. According to a 2019 Retirement Plan Participation Satisfaction Study, longest survey title in history, from J.D. Power, (laughs) a study of boomers, baby boomers, who participated in defined contribution plans. So some sort of employer plan where they contributed to it, like a 401k, 403b. Fewer than one in four respondents were very confident in their retirement readiness. And just one in five were confident in their ability to leave money for heirs. And only one in eight were very confident in knowing they can address health care and medical issues over the course of their retirement. Well, why is that? Some of that, John, may be because they don't feel like they have enough saved for retirement. And they may truly not have enough saved for retirement. But I think a lot of it is goes back to what we just said. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah, I think that there's no point of reference. I think that, that you know, when is enough enough? And yeah. I, you know, I was sat down just recently with uh, some folks that had been saving for retirement. They had in excess of a million dollars, so actually a million and a half somewhere in that neighborhood. And their first question was, 
are we stupid to be thinking about retirement? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. You know, everybody has that question on their mind because there are a myriad of possibilities that could affect the outcome. Well, we've talked about how few people actually know how much income they're going to need or want in retirement. They've not taken the time to sit down and think about that, nor have they determined how they're going to get that income, whether it's from pension and Social Security or, in addition to that, withdrawing from you know the assets that they've accumulated over the years in their 401k. And so because they don't understand the numbers, the math of it, then they fear retirement. They fear fear whether they're going to have enough and catch this education is the mm-hmm. antidote to fear mm-hmm. yeah it so. is and and this this couple I, I told them that first of all you have some information on your 401k plan and on your pension statement you can know what your pension is going to be and there is some rough calculation on your 401k statement what that might look like but i said what you have is about 10 percent of the entire view of your retirement What we're going to do is we're going to give you the 90% that you don't know. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people have. Why they don't have more confidence in retirement is just exactly like you said, Scott. They don't know what they don't know. They know they don't know something, but they don't know what that is. Yeah, we're still having people come in and ask us, you know, how much should I have for retirement? We get that question all the time. And we're just always kind of throwing that back at them. Well, how much income do you need? And it's like you can see that light bulb going off that that's really the question. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you think about where are they getting their perceived education, Janet, as right. it goes back to education. And if they're not working with a financial advisor, you know, you mentioned those 401k statements, the account balances online. Some of those now will offer, hey, how much income are you going to get out of your savings yeah. in retirement, right? Well, what are they basing that on? I mean, that's that's the challenge. Is it some uh, computerized program that's going to spit out how much income they can expect to have, but they don't have any understanding of what that means or where it comes from. Well, I think in many, many cases, uh, those are based on some sort of life expectancy estimation right. yeah. and that you have zero amount of money in your plan once you hit that life expectancy. Yeah, well, And so what happens if you live a little bit yeah. longer than right. that? And most people are. Yeah. 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 And so, and what happens if you want to leave a legacy to your kids? So again, they have about 10% of the information from that. What you do when you sit down with a financial advisor and look at all of your options is you get the other 90%. You get to see the full picture of what that possibility is and, and what the outcome could be. I, you know, and Scott, I think that that outcome is a buzzword that that we use here at GenWealth to really quantify what the goal is in retirement. It is all about the outcome. How much income are you going to have? What are the goals that you want to achieve? And are you achieving those? It goes away from all this stuff that people try to get you to think about, which is rate of return and expenses. Those things are important. But more importantly is what's the outcome? Are you going to get what you're going to get? You know, if you have the cheapest thing that gets the best rate of return, but it fails you somehow in retirement, then you've got a real problem. And, And many people get focused on the wrong thing and really don't know what the right thing is to focus on. Got to get the job done, right? I mean, to go back to any other career, you got to get the job done. You got to do what it takes to get the job done. And that involves creating a plan and having the proper investment strategy. And that is really where, when you get into the you don't know what you don't know concept, is in the accumulation years, things can be quite simplistic. I mean, if you're making your employer contribute or your employee contributions, your employer is matching, you've got that set on automatic pilot. And we've said before, too, we believe in the value of an advisor for sure. But when you are contributing, when you are accumulating wealth, consistent, disciplined savings has more to do with the proper outcome that you need in retirement than what you invest in. That's for sure. But when you cross into, as we talk about on the show all the time, the retirement red zone, and that's what we're talking about, going from the accumulation phase of retirement into this decumulation generation, that's the baby boomers moving into retirement, that's when things really have to change. We're going to talk about a reason why, a few reasons why they need to change and some possible solutions as we talk about the decumulation generation on today's show. Get off the crazy train and onto a more dependable track with the Gen Wealth team. All aboard the Get Ready for the Future show after the break. Do you worry about retiring? How much is enough? Can I achieve my retirement goals? 
Hi, I'm Scott Inman for Genwell Financial Advisors, and we've been helping Arkansans retire for 14 years. Get answers in less time than it takes to check social media. Visit 15minuteretirement.com, and we'll gather some information, analyze your success rate, and provide the coaching for any needed changes. Type 15minuteretirement.com to get started on your 15-minute retirement checkup today. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwell Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Well, certainly August has marked the return of volatility in the stock market. It's going up, then it's going down. And the biggest headline, I think, earlier this week, John, was the one that caused, at least briefly, the most concern for investors. And that was when the yield curve briefly inverted in the middle of this week. Now, let's explain, first of all, what that means. Okay, so in this particular case, this is where the 10-year rate of return or the income from a 10-year bond actually dipped below the two-year bond. Mm -hmm. And so why take more risk and and go out longer if you're going to get basically the same or less return on a 10-year than you would the two-year? And we were laughing about this before we started recording the Fastest Four today about the silliness of, of the market because all of this happened in a brief moment before six o'clock in the morning central time that the yield curve inverted and it went right back and right. so but the markets went nuts they were down 400 points early on in the day as they uh, look at this and they go oh that's a harbinger of a recession right that's that's the big thing and it has been a good predictor each of the last seven recessions were preceded by the 10-year falling below the two-year but The last time that happened was December of 2005. Yes, it preceded a recession, but it was two years, John, after uh, after that the financial crisis happened. So to to assume that a yield curve inversion is an imminent harbinger harbinger of a recession is a little bit of a false notion. Yeah, it is. And and you really don't know when a recession is going to, to crop up. All of the fundamentals look pretty good right now. And that's what we really follow with LPL Research is where the fundamentals are. And again, we will go back to that being sort of the the the, the bedrock under this market are the fundamentals. Now, when the fundamentals start eroding, that's when we will be really concerned. Now, is the volatility real? Sure it is. And we've made some measures in our portfolios here at GenWealth to try to stabilize portfolios against some of that volatility. But Scott, when it, at the end of the day, you've got got to look at things like earnings. You've got to look at things like, you know, are people still engaged in the economy or are they still spending money? And, you know, I was looking at the over index, which is one of the things that we look at. The over index is is really pretty positive right now, still not in recession territory. So a recession may be coming down the pike, but I'm telling you that a recession not is not necessarily, you know, right on our doorstep. It may be as much as a year or two down the road. I go back to the last time we had Ryan Dietrich on the program a couple of weeks ago. He even talked in terms of 12 to 18 months horizon that things are looking pretty good. Right. And so you don't want to just go hide in a situation like this. Do you want to tamp down some of the volatility? Certainly you do. But you just don't want to go hide because, you know, we can have a fix of this trade thing fairly quickly because it's all in Trump's best interest to fix this thing before we get into the heat of the election because the last thing Donald Trump needs is the economy going sour in an election year because, frankly, the only reason to elect Donald Trump is the economy. There's a lot of reasons to not elect Donald Trump, but the economy is one of the things that he can hang his hat on and say, you know, look, what we've done has been pretty strong as far as the economy is concerned. He doesn't need the economy being bad during an election year, and frankly, Trump is at the helm of this whole deal with the Chinese, and he can pull some strings to make that happen and he, I think, will do it sooner than later. So we believe the percentage chance of reaching a trade deal goes up with each passing day that we get closer to an election. Absolutely. That's a good if, way to say it. And if a trade deal yeah. comes through, then you know the, it could be Katie bar the door as far as the markets on the upside are concerned because there's a lot of fear out there right now. That's it for the Fastest Four. Thanks for watching on social media and listening. The Get Ready for the Future show continues after this. There are only three things you can count on in life. Death, taxes, and the Get Ready for the Future show on Saturdays. Back with more after this break. Meet the GenWealth team in person at our GenWealth Academy workshops happening in your area. 
For more information, visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash events. Now, back to the show. We have a lot of Gen Wealth Academy workshops coming up just around the corner, in fact. And we mentioned at the beginning of today's show, there's an opportunity for you to find out a little bit more insight about the markets. And I use the word turbulent markets. They hadn't really been all that turbulent until the last few weeks. But boy, did August bring volatility to the stock market. So what's going on? It seems like it's a different thing every day that's driving them up, driving them down. We have a great opportunity for you to find out more about markets in our market analysis workshop coming up with Ryan Dietrich on September 12th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. Now, let me stress first, this is a free event. Dinner will be provided, but space is limited. We want you to go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. You can sign up there for free to join us to get insight from Ryan Dietrich. Now, if you don't know who Ryan is, John, you probably haven't been listening to this program a whole lot. Yeah, you're right. Ryan Dietrich is on once a month with us. He is the chief market strategist at LPL Financial. And let me just say that if you are a Gen Wealth client, yes. you are invited to this. This is for you. If you are not a Gen Wealth client, you are invited to this. This is for you. Ryan Dietrich is a great source of information. He is on CNBC. He is on Bloomberg. He is on Fox Business. He he is a guy that the uh, media calls, the business media calls, right. when they want to know what's going on in the markets. You know, if, if you want to know what's going on, I don't know, in sports in Arkansas, there's a handful of people that you can call and, and they are in the know about sports. In the markets, in the national markets, Ryan Dietrich is one of those people that uh, really is called upon to give his opinion and his insight. We've got him here in central Arkansas at the Crown Plaza on September 12th. Absolutely free event. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com to register. And Ryan has shared with us that this is going to be his first trip to Arkansas. So we would love to to pack the room for him and let him meet a, a lot of wonderful Arkansans and be able to share his insight about the markets with us. And the connection, too, is worth pointing out between LPL uh, Research. He's part of a 60-person team that gives us analysis and gives us guidance daily on what to do with our clients' portfolios. So this is this is what we're using for our clients. So I think for clients, John, as you mentioned, it would be a great opportunity to get really kind of under the hood of what's going on in their accounts. But it is also a great opportunity for people to not only get market analysis, but also kind of get a little insight into what the Gen Wealth team is all about. Yeah, I think that uh, you have to understand kind of the structure of things. We do what we do best, and that is plan and engage with our clients and make sure that that your plan is on track. Ryan and his team do what they do best, and that is kick the tires on investments, make sure they understand the economy, make sure they understand the markets, and give us direction on how to make moves accordingly. And so when you look at a situation like we've had in the last couple of months, we've made some adjustments to our portfolios Mm -hmm. here at GenWealth, not in small part to the guidance that Ryan and his team give us. All right, so that's not the only GenWealth Academy workshop that we do have coming up in September. We also are focusing on the three big risks, and we're talking a little bit about that today as we talk about the decumulation generation going into the retirement red zone, moving from building wealth to spending wealth. What are the three biggest risks you're going to face in creating income for yourself in retirement? You can find out about that in two opportunities. One on September 10th at 6.30 at the North Little Rock Saddle Creek Wood-Fired Grill or September 17th at 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. Find out about those big risks and some possible strategies to take them on. Again, free to attend, dinner provided, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. So three great opportunities for you to join us and get ready for retirement because if you're listening today and you're one of those one in four that are, are, are actually three and four that are not very confident in your retirement readiness or not very confident you'll be able to leave money to your heirs or not very confident that you'll be able to address health care and medical issues, you owe it to yourself to attend one of those workshops. And I would say that you owe it to yourself to listen to the rest of this program in today's Get Ready for the Future show. And I think, John, it's probably a good time to point out that a lot of the reason that people don't know what they don't know about retirement is if they're turning it on a news channel, a financial news network, or if they're looking online, they're not that likely to get proper insight on their specific situation. 
you know, there's some data out there or there's some naysayers out there or maybe even say doomsayers that are predicting that when the baby boomers go into retirement and start into the decumulation generation, that they will drain the equity markets of their capital once they retire. And now everybody else is in bad shape because the equity markets are going to lose so much capital. Can I be blunt for a change? For Are you ever change? not? <laughs> this is the biggest hyped BS that I think I've ever heard in my life, that they're going to drain the equity markets. First of all, the equity markets are incredibly dynamic. And second of all, the equity markets have a ton of institutional money in them that the yeah. individual investors never going to touch. But not to mention the next generations, the Gen X and the millennials who are, believe it or not, putting money into the markets. And yep. so while money, yes, is being withdrawn, there is money being added as well. Uh, another point that I would say when we put together a plan for a retiree, so we're talking about this decumulation generation, when we put together a plan for, the, for a retiree, it is not at all uncommon for the end result in the plan 25 years later to have pretty much the same amount of money as the beginning of the plan. Now, obviously, it's not a guarantee. That's based on the highest rate of return that we put in the plan is an 8% return. That's not indicative of any particular investment. The reason we're doing that is if you look at the worst uh, 25-year time period there's ever been in the history of the market, it was 7.94%. We rounded up slightly for 8% so that if we have a repeat of the worst case scenario in a 25 year period of time, then we're basically right on track with the plan. And so catch that if somebody comes in with a half a million dollars, then 25 years later, that plan as we've structured it is probably showing a half a million dollars. And I say probably because it depends on how we put that together. But here's the point. In the vast majority, they're ending with about as much money as they started with, that's not decumulation. It's yeah. just not. And, and could I possibly uh, infer that that any financial media, uh, and particularly there's a couple of them, that are very prone to hype mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah. ma magnification. You yeah. have to understand that their job is not to educate you. Their job is to keep you watching and listening for the next through the next commercial break yeah. so they can boost their ratings. That's what their job is. Their job is not necessarily to educate you because you can hear all kinds of conflicting information on there. What you hear here at the Get Ready for the Future show is very consistent information. Mm -hmm. If you understand what we're talking about on a regular basis, we give you consistent information about the proper way to look at retirement. And this is one of those that you need to kind of look away from because I don't think it has a whole lot of value. So we call straight talk. I mean, That's when right. you're when you're scrolling through your Facebook page, you know, what are you more apt to click on when you see all of those things in your newsfeed? It's the most outlandish headline, it's right? Called it's called clickbait. It's clickbait. It's the craziest sounding thing. What? That happened? I want to learn more about that. And then when you read the article, did it really even happen? Half of the time, yeah. usually it's not the same as the headline. It doesn't match. And that's the, what we're talking about here. Sometimes it's attention-grabbing nonsense, basically, is what John's talking about that says the capital markets would be drained when the baby boomers start decumulating. So what is the challenge, though, when you reach that decumulation generation? I knew I was going to mess it up at least once. I thought it was going to be me. Candace said you needed to practice it, and you went, nope. <laughs> I didn't even get through the second segment. I, I thought I would go farther in. But it's the retirement red zone, right? When you're five to 10 years out and you're starting to prepare, how do you know how you're going to withdraw from your assets? And and really, what we've seen in the financial services industry is usually the plan is a simple withdrawal strategy. It used to be 4%, right? The 4% rule. If you take 4% annually out of your total portfolio that over time, you will keep up with a better rate of return than that, and you'll never run out of money. Well, that works until it doesn't. And really, the 4% rule has now been challenged. And John, this goes back a couple of years when you were at the Wharton School of Business, that they told you reality is, if you want a safe rate of return, it better look more like 27 
Yeah, you can you cannot rely on these rules of thumb that we call rules of dumb around here. Uh, the the rules of thumb really are very broad generalities. But what you need is a plan that is specifically targeted to you and your situation. Let's go through this rule of four percent and just beat it up for a minute with actual math. Okay, so if you start out with a million dollars, the dollar amount doesn't matter, but it's easy math if we use all these round figures on a million dollars. Okay. It it could be 500000 It could be 200000 doesn't matter. If you start out with a million dollars and you retire and you are planning to take a 4% withdrawal, that means you're planning to withdraw $40,000, okay, each year. Now, we're not even going to worry about the 40000 that you've taken out, but what happened in 2008 is that the markets were down 40%. Okay, so just do the math. One million dollars down forty percent now leaves you with six hundred thousand. Here is where the problem comes into play. So now your four percent would be based off of six hundred thousand. So do you now want to take twenty four thousand, which is four percent of six hundred thousand, and reduce your forty thousand dollar income in retirement to twenty four thousand dollars? That is a significant pay decrease. Or do you say, no, I want to keep taking $40,000. Now that is a 6.7% withdrawal rate on your $600,000. That math won't work. Okay. So that's why this overall concept of a just a set percentage withdrawal, regardless of what's happening with your investments, does not work work. You simply cannot do it that way. That's why the Wharton School of Business has encouraged us tremendously in doing this buckets of money approach, because when 2008 happens, we're not withdrawing from that bucket of money. It does not matter. Scott, in short, the 4% rule is is one of those rules that you can make it work on a spreadsheet right. with a guy with a pocket protector, with you know, at the right? but you can't make it work at the kitchen table when you're sitting down to That's pay right. bills. That's right. It does not work. And so, again, the outcome needs to be the focus. Can you get the right outcome with a 4% rule? And the answer is probably not. Well, let me put a little topping on that cake because here, here's the other part of that. It If you have a withdrawal strategy and you get linear returns – probably going to work, right? Sure. When's when the last you, time we got that? 20 yeah. years of linear returns, right? In other words, 6%, 6%, 6%, 6%. Now, there's going to be negatives. There's going to be higher than 6 And if you got really good double-digit returns for a few years first, that might work. Yes. But if you get negative returns, the opposite can be true. We'll share a little bit more on that when we come right back. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after the break. Stick around. I'd be rich. Education driven. Strategy based. Team delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we're back for more. My name is Scott Inman, along with Candace Stanley, John Shrewsbury, and Janet Walker, the Gen Wealth team here for today's Get Ready for the Future show. We're about halfway home on today's broadcast. If you missed any of today's show, you can always get us on podcast through iTunes or Stitcher. Follow us, and you know I follow us, obviously, on iTunes, <laughs> and I get little notifications when there's a new podcast occasionally. Does that mean you're following yourself? Is uh, that what that means? Sort of, I guess. Sort of I'm really listening for you guys. I, I, I know what I said. <laughs> okay. I, I just need to remind myself of what you said sometimes, right? No, but it, we are all of our Get Ready for the Future shows are eventually on that podcast uh, posted there, so you can find any, not only today's show, but previous shows, always there for you as a resource, education, encouragement, and motivation for your retirement journey. We're talking today about the decumulation generation, and that's basically the baby boomers going into retirement, moving from building wealth to spending wealth, and the challenges that that presents. And one of the challenges we were focused on towards the end of the last segment, and I ran out of room on and had to hit the commercial break, was this idea of a simple withdrawal strategy being your investment strategy, taking out a fixed percentage of your overall portfolio every year over time. And Janet pointed out how that can be troublesome when you have some down years in the market. And that's what we call sequence risk. You know, Candace, when we talk about 
when you retire can be a big risk. We're not talking about age 62 or 65. We're talking about when in the economic cycle. Yeah. So do we know exactly what the market's going to look like when we retire? That's what we're talking about. So if you are having that 60, 40 mix and you're taking at 4%, well, okay, like Janet alluded to Mm -hmm. a while ago, what if we have a down market there at the beginning? Mm -hmm. That can spiral your portfolio out of control. And so we have to plan for that. And while we don't in expect a 2008 right around the corner, we do know, John, that we are more than a decade in now to a bull market. And what goes up, as Janet always says, must come down. That's right. Yeah. And I've got to, I got to think that this causes a lot of uh, discomfort for near-term retirees as they look at the situation. They go, well, I'm going to retire in the next year or so. And look at these markets and mm-hmm. things are getting volatile and well, all of that. And, and absent a plan, yeah, that can be really treacherous. It can be really confusing. It can be really concerning, and it can cause a lot of uh, a really, I think, uh, trepidation as you get into retirement, wondering whether you're going to run out of money before you run out of time. I, I understand the concern on the surface of man, the market's been good. Um, it's probably going to turn around at some point, and I don't want to retire at that point, so I'm just going to keep working. It's that last part that I have a problem with. I'm just going to keep working. We have seen, we've all personally seen uh, too many people who have quote unquote died before their time. I know God got to choose it and we didn't, but from the outside looking in, it looked like it was too early. Don't keep working if you don't want to. You know, go and sit down with a financial advisor and see if it's possible to retire. How many times, guys, have we seen that when we put together the plan, that regardless of what the markets give, us, whether it's phenomenal or insanely bad, that it's okay to go ahead and retire because we know what we know about where the income is going to come from, and it's okay. We can handle a turbulent market. We've seen that time and time again. So I would just encourage you to not let your fear keep you from living life. Okay, let your fear encourage you to go get educated to determine if it's okay to go ahead and retire or not. An easy next step would be a conversation with a Gen Wealth advisor. And you can do that. You can set that up with a phone call or with an email, whatever's most convenient for you. Our phone number is 501 653 7355. That's our Bryant office number, but we have five offices across Arkansas and Northwest Louisiana. So there's an office near you. We've got one in West Little Rock, Bryant, Hot Springs, El Dorado, and Bossier City, Louisiana. 501-653-7355 will set you an appointment. And again, it's complimentary. It's just a conversation. Anna Olive is our client introductory specialist, and she'll get in contact with you. You can also reach her by sending an email to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. And she's just going to ask you a few questions, and she'll ask you to bring a few things. Send you an email with a list of items to bring, and you'll sit down with a team of advisors uh, here at GenWealth that fits your needs, and you will be able to talk a little bit about what your concerns are, what your retirement goals are, and we'll be able to kind of talk to you about what we would do as far as a plan goes and whether it's a right fit for you to move forward from that point. Cost you nothing to do that. So again, 501-653-7355 or info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Simple first step just to kind of maybe start to relieve some of these anxieties or fears when you think about the strategy that you're moving forward with. I think when people hear what we were talking about, guys, okay, well, if I take out 4% of a 60-40 portfolio, as you mentioned, 60% equities and 40% fixed income, and I may not make it, well... You can respond in one way. I'm not going to be in a 60-40 portfolio. I'm just going to remove myself from the equity market. Well, that creates another risk, and that is if you play it safe and you don't put together a strategy in retirement to grow your money, then you're not going to be able to keep up with the buying power that your dollar will lose. Very commonly, we will hear people say, yeah, but I've still got the dollars that I started with. Well, what are those dollars really worth? Let's think about that for a second. If you had $500,000 20 years ago, that was a massive amount of money. Today, 
It's not all that much for retirement. It's it's about average of where people are beginning to think about having a fairly yeah. decent retirement. We, we just looked at this, and forgive me because I'm not going to have the exact numbers, but we just looked at this earlier this week, and I, I think $1,000 today when you look um, 30 to 40 years in retirement, and we looked at both time periods, uh, 30 to 40 years into the future, whether you're retired or not, it buys between two and $300 you know, of today's dollars worth. So and that is at a relatively moderate rate of inflation. Yes, yeah. it is. And, and, you know, we don't know what type of inflation we're going to see in the future if we get into a higher inflation rate. And obviously the impact is more. The point is you're going to need more dollars, regardless of what the exact amount is. You're going to be, need more dollars 10, 20, 30 years down the road than you do now to buy the exact same thing. So you've got to not give up on the ability to grow your money beyond what you can do in you know just money market type and in, in, uh, type of vehicles where they're just not even going to keep up with inflation. It is real easy, I think, to conceptually think about how inflation erodes your buying power. But if you really want to make it real, think about this. I think about just going to lunch. Yeah. When you think about what it used to cost to sit down and have a meal. And- do you remember when Arby's had their five for five? I do. Not anymore. No. <laughs> you can't eat <laughs> you know? for $5 at Arby's. Yeah. Or anywhere. Tim Key and you know? I were actually in the West Little Rock office. We like to go to lunch. I mean, that's that's a big part of our day. We enjoy that. <laughs> we were thinking about, we went to a, a restaurant, and I won't talk about naming any of the restaurants, but we actually got it done for less than $10. And that's a big I, deal And I noted to him how unusual that was. Going to, you know, obviously you can go to a fast food restaurant, but I don't, I don't like to go to fast food. I want a, a little bit healthier meal. So you can't really do it for inside of $10. So we said, we need to make a list of restaurants that we can eat lunch for less than ten dollars, and know, it's going to be a short list. I was about to you say, know, even even fast food places, yes. you're you're hitting right at that ten dollar mark a lot of times. Now, I went to college about twenty five years ago, and I could regularly eat for five dollars. Oh yeah. So now put that into context. Over twenty to twenty five years, it has more than doubled to yep. go out to eat the lunch. Yeah, and, and you can run that across the board in most things. Oh yeah. Except for healthcare. Which is going faster. And college expenses. And college expenses. <laughs> That's true, too. But hopefully the retiree's not paying anybody's college. Yeah. Candace yeah. Just, we do know be. some who are. Yes. Candace just went pale over there with uh, college costs. Uh, she's got two young ones that uh, will Everybody be Everybody at, at the at table went yeah. pale except you, John. That's right. No, we Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt and the uh, debit card with the little logo on it, you know? So, yeah, uh, college costs are, are really, really tough. And- and the the whole inflation thing, you know, can, sounds complicated. And let me talk about complexity for just a second. A lot of people this day and time just want stuff easy. They just want an easy solution. Just to, just do it easy. Let me tell you, your retirement is not easy. It is. We can do it for you, and we can make it less painful. But right. you have got to expend a little mm-hmm. bit of energy to get it right. Ease is the uh, is the enemy of success, in my opinion. I think that anything that's easy probably is not going to have the right outcome for it's you. Not, it's not worth it. No. And yeah. so it does take a little bit of time to pull your information together. It does take a little bit of brain power to come in and sit down with an advisor and learn a few things new. I'll give you an example on this one. We had uh, somebody who recently came in and he was asking um, if if he was going to have to do a budget. And I told him no, because I was thinking about, you know, the detailed, you know, we spend this much to the penny on utilities or whatever. And then when we asked about his required income, he goes, you're going to make me do a budget, aren't you? And I went, no, not really. But here's what he did. He went back and he looked at the past, you know, three years of what did they spend? And he went, I know there's some stuff that was in there that's not going to be in there in the future and, and, and vice versa. But that's what I'm going with. But here's the deal. He was, he was kind of messing around with us about, you know, all the effort that that took and everything. But what we talked about, I'm, I'm so glad he did this because there are people who come in and just kind of, you know, stick a finger in the wind and go, ah, oh, that number will do. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't because sometimes they come back and go, you know what? We need another $2,000 a month, every single month. And we're like, we didn't plan for that. We planned for the number you told us. And and so, yes, there is a little bit of, of work on your part, but this guy's not going to come back later because he put that effort in at the beginning. This guy's not going to come back later and go, Hey, guess what? 
you know, it's it's in the plan. It's already there. So if you will put in the effort, it'll be worth it for you long term. Well, that's the thing. It's it's work on the front end. It's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. We'll, then we'll go to work. We'll right. go to work on the back end and we'll continue to review that plan at least annually for you so that we can keep that investment strategy cranking out the income that you want it to, to crank out to you in retirement. And that and that's a big a big point of emphasis, I think, here. We've, we've used the word fear a, a lot. And I do think a lot of people come in walking up on the cusp of retirement and they are fearful so they don't spend. Yeah. And, and and do you really want your retirement to look like that? I mean, you've only got one shot at this, right? I mean, you, you're going to have one retirement. I guess some people have multiple retirements. But <laughs> the idea is... Not retirement do, then? Yeah, not if they do it right. That's, That's right. right. Don't, you don't want to have to go back and have multiple retirements. But if, if you want your retirement to be what you want it to be, doesn't it make sense to put a plan in place to give you consistent income instead of being fearful to spend even $1 of everything you've spent a lifetime saving. Again, setting up an appointment with a Gen Wealth Advisor is a phone call or an email. 501-653-7355, 501-653-7355, or email info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We've got to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back with more of the show. We've got live events happening near you. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash events for a calendar and sign up now. We're back right after these messages. Want more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. It's our final segment on this morning's Get Ready for the Future show. We thank you for being with us. I want to remind you again about our upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshops that are always free. Education is always the focus. And we talked to you already earlier in this program about market analysis with Ryan Dietrich coming up September 12th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. Ryan is on our program quite frequently, about once a month is what we try to target, having Ryan on. He is the senior market strategist at LPL Research. He's part of a 60-person team at LPL Financial that is always studying the economy, always studying the markets, provides guidance to us when we're building client portfolios, and he's coming to Little Rock. As Janet mentioned, it's his first trip to Arkansas ever. We want to pack the room, and this is for clients and non-clients alike. If you just want to learn more about where the markets may be headed as we kind of roll in through this turbulent August, hopefully we'll maybe slow down that turbulence a little bit in September, but maybe not. The volatility could still be there. What's driving it? What's the future look like? Get Ryan's perspective and insight on September 12th at 630 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. Also, a couple opportunities to learn more about the three big risks, which quite frankly is what we're talking about today on the program. As you walk into retirement, what are the three biggest risks you'll face when moving from building wealth to spending wealth as income in retirement? You can find out at the North Little Rock Saddle Creek Wood-Fired Grill, September 10th at 6.30, or September 17th at 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. Both, again, free to attend. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events. That's how you can register. Dinner will be provided. Space is limited. We had a big run of social security workshops back in July, and a couple of them did sell out. We ran out of space. Uh, I guess we really shouldn't say sell out since we weren't selling anything, but they <laughs> did fill up. We'll put it that way, and, and seats ran out. So I would definitely encourage you, even though we're a few weeks out, to go get and get your name uh, registered for one of those opportunities. As we talk about the decumulation generation today, and basically we're talking about the baby boomers or anybody who's walking into retirement into this environment and the challenges they're going to face and the emphasis today on an investment strategy and really an overall plan. And our plan, we call the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And we're going to talk about that in our final segment today. And you may have heard us talk about a few of these things before, but again, reinforcing some of that for you. Everything comes back to income. John mentioned earlier in the program, we are outcome focused. Well, what does that mean? Well, we're we're not we're trying to get you basically to focus on your outcome and what needs to happen to reach that outcome rather than some of the things that you quite frankly have been told or taught to focus on with your assets. And that outcome is all based on generating the income, and I would even say consistent income, that you 
request you need and want in retirement. And we break that down. That overall income is going to be a monthly number. That's how we basically live our lives now. Anybody who budgets usually budgets on a monthly basis. It's a net income number. So it's a number that's after retirement. But it's not even one number because we start by talking about what do you need first? That's your required income. Absolutely. And Scott, let me just give a broad outline of the GenWealth Ready to Retire process for those that may not be familiar with it. Number one, you come in and you share to us your financial needs and desires. We need to know that information. Right. The conversation on the first appointment at GenWealth is all about you. It's not about us. We'll answer any questions that you have about us, certainly. But we want to know about you. We want to know, you know what your income need is in retirement, your ideas about how you're going to spend your time and really any area where you need special attention. There could be just about anything that you go, hey, in our case, we want to do this or we've got this situation. And so we want to pay very particular attention to that. And then we're going to share some of our principles and strategies, which we do here on the show. We do it in the in the office when you come in more specifically to your situation. We do it at our workshops. Uh, and so we want to be sure that you understand how we work. And so that will be uh, a part that we share with you. And then your advisor team goes to work. And team is very important there. Candace is on my team here at GenWealth. We we basically have the company and then you break it up into p- teams of, of advisors that work with individual clients. Why do we have a team, Janet? You know, everybody has different skills and different talents, but it is so much better to have another set of eyes on whatever the case is that we're working on. Um, and, it, and it's not even really relative to experience. Like when when we talk about John, you and Candace are on the same team, um, one would think that because John has more experience that he's catching, you know, whatever there is, I can promise you there are times when, when Candace is looking at a situation and she goes, ooh, John, what about this? And it, because it is simply another set of eyes on the case. So working with a team is critically important. And then, you know, we're going to go to work at that particular point in time after we understand understand your situation. We're going to go to work and Candace, we're going to address a lot of different things when we actually put that plan together. Yeah, we always uh, use the phrase on paper on purpose. So we're going to put together a plan on paper in a binder. Anytime you have questions about that, when you leave, you can access that binder. You're going to take it home with you. But even still, some people may look at that and still have questions. We're always going to be available for them. Um, and we'll address those three big risks. So when you come to our workshops, we're also going to talk about the three big risks when you come in and sit down with us. You know, we don't want you outliving your money. We want to address the rise of um, co- the cost of living. So inflation and things like that. And then, you know, volatile markets. That's a big concern right now, too. And so we'll address all those things when you guys come in with us. Yeah, absolutely. And Scott, that that relationship, once we, we get all that laid out and a client engages with us, that's just the beginning of that relationship. It's mm-hmm. certainly not over like it is at a lot of places. A lot of people go in and they make a transaction with somebody and they think, okay, I've done that and I may not see them for two or three, four years. That's not the case here at GenWell. Yeah, your binder, your on paper, on purpose plan is a living document. And and I want to start mm-hmm. by talking a little bit about that, what we call the summary document. Now, that, now it's a fancy word for the snapshot of where we are, what we talked about, and what we recommend, what the plan implementation entails. That summary document is so valuable for both the client and the advisor because that's what we're operating off of. But we know it's going to change. If Let's say you're five to 10 years out from retirement right now. Your life may change before you actually get to retirement. Or let's say you're retiring at the end of this year. Your life may change five years into retirement. So it is vital that we reach out to you at least on an annual basis to update your plan. Exactly. So when you do come in for a review, that's going to be kind of our guidebook. What did we say that we were going to, go, we were going to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's kind of how we're going to gauge what we're doing and how it's going. That's right. So when you talk about how that plan gets built, as we kind of do a full circle here before we run out of time, we go back to that required income. So we mentioned that income discussion. We want to know what your basic income needs to be to cover your basic expenses, because that's the first step in building the foundation of what we call your retirement income house, because then we're going to analyze or we're going to take a look at where are your guaranteed income sources coming from. Maybe it's in addition to Social Security, possibly a pension. Maybe there's two pensions. Maybe there's no pension. What is your guaranteed monthly income going to be? And is that enough 
to cover your required income, your basic expenses in retirement. Because if not, you've got a gap. We call it the required income gap. And the first step in our Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is to find a way to fill that gap. Yeah, absolutely. The gap is is uh, obviously something that gives people concern. We want to give you comfort about where that money's coming from. And so we'll do that a number of different ways. But Janet, I think it's critical that that foundation is, is built right. It's just like a house. If you don't build the foundation right, it really doesn't matter how to, how much quality you put in the upper rooms of that house. Right. If the foundation crumbles, you've got a real problem. Right. And, and realize that the number for the gap, if there is one, it's your number. I mean, you're the one who has said, here's my required income. So just to go through an example again uh, we've talked about you know if, if you need five thousand dollars a month and you've got two thousand dollars coming in from social security and let's say another three uh, let's say three thousand total between two spouses on social security and another thousand dollars coming in from a pension so you've got four thousand dollars coming in but you've said you have to have to have to have five thousand well we don't want to be dependent upon what the market's doing at any given point to get that. So you've got a gap. But if you had told us, I only have to have 3000 and you've got 4000 coming in, you don't have a gap. Those are your numbers. So you tell us what do you need, and we're going to look at what you already have on a guaranteed basis and determine if that gap needs to be filled with other guaranteed income. And we use a portion of your overall retirement assets to create that guaranteed income stream, a private pension, if you will, to fill that gap. If we don't need that, we don't utilize the assets in that way. So again, that goes back to your point, John, about we're talking about you in that first appointment. We're not talking about us, and we're certainly not making any investment recommendations in appointment one. Yeah, you don't come into this office and get an immediate investment recommendation. You know, you can walk into some places and if you got money, they got a place to put it and they'll give you five of them, you know, and, yeah. and as many as you want. But that is not how this works at GenWealth. This is not a transaction. This is a relationship. And we want that relationship to last throughout the rest of your life. We want to be sure that you have the outcome that you're looking for. And so what you got to do is got to just simply come in armed with some information about yourself and share with us what that that information is and get started in the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. It is a process that we use day after day, client after client. And Scott, for 14 years, we've been working in this manner to help our Kansans and people all across the nation, as a matter of fact, retire and stay retired, as a matter of fact. They, they are, uh, we've not had a person that has said, I got to go back to work because I ran out of money. It has not happened at GenWealth. And so not to say that it won't ever happen, but that has not happened in the 14 years that we've been uh, helping people to retire. So that's something that I think is very critical that people pay attention to as they look at how they're going to deal with themselves in the decumulation generation. Getting started in the GenWealth Ready to Retire process just requires a phone call. 501-653-7355 or an email info at getreadyforthefuture.com to set up a first complimentary appointment with a GenWell financial advisor. We're out of time for this week's Get Ready for the Future show. Hope you'll join us again next week. The GenWell financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of GenWell financial advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. GenWell financial advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. 